We're back. We're back in the saddle. How the heck are you? I hope you're doing fantastically. And I appreciate you joining us here for the program. You didn't have to show up, but here you are. And I appreciate that a lot. I'd like you to get involved also. And you can do that by giving us a text on the Wendy Chevy text line or a call on the phone line, through lines. Bye bye. That number is 918 756 3646. You got that logged in and memorized. Put it on your speed dial. 918-756-3646. Text or call when number does it all. We'd love to talk to you and hear your thoughts and opinions about what we're talking about today. We're going to have a conversation about the things that are happening out there. And there's a couple things going on. Believe it or not, the world is, is in a spiral. But anyway, we'll just talk about it. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're doing. It's cold outside. Let's take a look at the forecast and see what it's like. Before we do that, though, I want to tell you that the, we do podcast this program. That you know, most of you. Some of you may be new. And so we'll let you know. It's called Brewers Briefing. It's on all the podcast places, or at least quite a few of them. The main ones, Apple and Spotify and so forth. Brewers Briefing, check it out. Uh, rate it, love it, like it, share it, you know, all that stuff. Make us famous. And you can be famous too. And, and check that out. We have a phone app. It's called The Brew. If you go to the app stores, it's called The Brew. Check that out. It's also very, very cool. And we love to have your good morning text and just, you know, just whatever. Just kind of jump in here like David has done right there. Good morning, David. Welcome, sir. Hope you're doing very well. Let's look at the forecast. It's cold outside, 26 freezing degrees outside. Winds are calm. That's the good part. And today is going to be high of 53 degrees. Some sunshine out there in eastern Oklahoma. East winds 5, 15, 25. A little breezy. Cloudy tonight, 39. Tomorrow, 59 and cloudy, 47 overnight. Thursday, a slight chance of a shower in the afternoon, 62, warming up. Thursday night, an 80% chance of precipitation down to 49. Slight chance of rain in the morning. Friday, a high of 60. Let's see what the weekend's doing. A slight chance of rain on Saturday. Mainly afternoon, 40% chance, 61 degrees. A 70% chance of rain Saturday night and into Sunday morning, 60% chance of rain, 64 on Sunday. So we got some pretty warm temps right there. And then next week, Christmas Day. Oh, my gosh, that's Monday. What does it have? A 20% chance of showers, mostly sunny, at a high of 61. So don't be dreaming of a white Christmas here this year. Have you been playing Christmas music around your house? Are, are, are you still playing it? Are you sick of it? Are you? We're still playing it. We play it, and and I, I tell you what, I've I've found some some uh, Christmas jazz, like Christmas cocktail jazz or something like that. It's pretty good stuff. It's just chill, you know, in the background and all that. I'm I'm kind of digging that. Let's see what the temperatures are around the state. Twenty seven out in the Panhandle. Well, it's colder than that right here. And oh, Moji, 25, it says right here. And we got it. What do we got? Some 30s out of the western part of the state. Got a 29 there. Got a little, it's got, you know, 29s and 30s. And, and let's see who's hot. Who, who's got the, the hottest is 36 in Oklahoma City. And out in Hobart. Oh, there's a 37 in Cheyenne. Oh, wait, wait. No, we got 40s in the panhandle. Beaver, 44. Okay, well, that's that. And we got some text here on the Windy Chevy text line. What do we got? Morning Brewer from Tony. Hi, Tony. Welcome to the program. D JP's already in here, too. Look at us. 
We're getting the crew all together. Morning, dude, he says. Hi, JP. Welcome. Others will join, and, and we're glad to have you all here today. So kind of you. So so what's happening in the news? Uh, <laughs> we got stuff, man. We got, we got it. Let's just, what, what, I don't even know where to start. There, there's just, are you kidding me right now? Seriously? So many things. So many things. All right, let's just start with the border. I've got a, I got a queued up spot right here with the border. The border, the border, the border. Have you been seeing the border? We got it. It's out of control. We've, I, I'm just almost sick of talking about it and, and nothing happening, right? It's, I know people are trying. We got a governor. We're going to talk about a story. The governor's trying to do stuff. We got some Republicans, I guess, trying to do stuff. They're holding strong on the funding, you know, trying to, you know, tie it to Southern border. Anyway, you got, here's a, Here's a video from Arizona, a, a gigantic bunch. Eagle Pass had a massive bunch of people. Videos. We got some independent video people down there. You don't have the mainstream media down there. They don't care. They're part of the whole plan to destroy the country. God help us. What a sick bunch of people. The media, the mainstream. I mean, talking to big guys. You know what I'm talking about. Bunch of sickos. They don't care. Where's Alexandria? We don't even hear from her anymore. Where is AOC? And her white tight britches down crying at the border. They're gone. Anyway, here's a story from Fox talking about um, this, this particular little spot here in Arizona and the Railways are suspending railway operations at the southern border <laughs> so we can process more migrants, more illegals. Forget international trade, not important. We got to get more people in to become Democratic voters. Let's see what they had to say right here. Let's go. Ready? Go. Take a live look at our Fox News drone over in Eagle Pass. They have had another mass illegal crossing out there. You can see hundreds upon hundreds of illegal immigrants waiting for processing there. You might be able to see a bridge off in the background. That is where the trains come in. Well, CBP has announced they are suspending railway operations to move CBP officers down into the field to help Border Patrol with processing. In other words, Harris, they're shutting down international commerce in order to help speed up processing of these migrants. Many of them, again, will be released and back out here live. Mm -hmm. December is traditionally one of the slowest months at our southern border, but uh, the Border Patrol Union tells us right now their numbers show they are on track to potentially have the highest single month of arrests they have ever had at our southern border. We'll take a look. Anyway, so it was not Arizona. The Fox Cryon down here says Arizona, Chiron, whatever it's called. And it says Eagle Pass up in the top left-hand corner. <laughs> Any guys, it's, it's Eagle Pass. Okay, anyway, doesn't matter. It's still the southern border somewhere. They're coming in by the droves. December's a big month. Having a, having a hate in it. The, oh, shit, boy. We, I mean, they're invading the country. Invading. Literally invading the country. Tons of them, you know, military age, young men, tons and tons, stopping international trade, stopping the trains, get the processors, got to, and of course they'll just be released into the society. Not only that, not only that, ladies and gentlemen, let me, let me find this other one here. So I got another one while we're on the topic, I'm kind of switching around where I was going to start. 
But here's a gal, Ashley St. Clair is her name, and she's about to board a plane in Arizona headed to New York. And she's filming. She's just a person. I don't know. She's like a little, you know, independent person, journalist. She's filming all these migrants getting onto the plane. They call them migrants nowadays. All these migrants. And they got their little bag they got from the border. Here's a, here's a picture of it. She's like, here she's tweeting out, migrant placed next to me in premium cabin on the plane with the bag from the processing center down at the border. And at the back, here's a here's a cell phone charger. Oh, there's a cell phone in there sitting here on premium class Delta flying them to New York City. And who's paying for that, reckon? Reckon who's paying for all these nice flights, cell phones, probably got some gift card, you know, cash on the Visa card, probably got reservations at uh, some fancy hotel in New York. I'm telling you, it's just, it's just absolutely. Eagle Pass is in Arizona, says Marshila. No, it's not. It says Eagle Pass, Texas, Marshila. Okay, so, so, so hey, we have we got a fight going. We got a fight started right here. Marcita's picking a fight. I'm looking at the Fox deal right here. Up at the top left, Eagle Pass, Texas, it says. In the bottom, it says, live in Arizona at the border. Okay, all right. Now we've got to get Google involved. Where is Eagle Pass? And it just pulled up Texas without me even finished to typing. Let's see. Eagle Pass, Texas here. I see Eagle Pass, Texas. Is there an Eagle Pass, Arizona? Now we have to see. Is there an Eagle Pass, Arizona? There may be two. Eagle Pass, Glendale, Arizona. That's that's not the Maricopa County Eagle Pass map. Eagle Pass, Eagle Pass. So we have a truce. We have a truce. <laughs> There's two Eagle Passes. Okay, so no wonder Fox is confused because we are also confused. Fox is confused. Nobody knows which Eagle Pass it really is. And let's think, hang on, I'm looking at the map here. Now, I will tell you this. The Eagle Pass in Arizona is not on the border. I'm looking at it. It's north and east of Tucson. Okay, all right, okay, all right. So Eagle Pass, Texas, border. Eagle Pass, Arizona, not on the border. I win. Thank you very much. Don't ever challenge me again. Just kidding. Thank you for that. Eagle Pass, Texas. Here's a text in from somebody who's listening. Eagle Pass, Texas, they say. Eagle Pass, Texas is on the border. Hey, you wanted to jump in here, and that's what you get. Anyway, thank you so much. We're having a good time. So here's a plane. She's she's on a plane and she's showing the thing. And she's like, look, here they are next to me. And she's in the, before they even board the plane, she films all of them in a line. I mean, all these illegals in line, getting on the plane, heading to New York City. I surrender, you win. Thank you. That's what usually happens. And so, I, so, so all right, so we're still on the topic. We're still talking about the illegal migration and down in the Tejas, the governor has got some plans and I'm trying to find that story. 
Let's see. I got a many, many stories. Here's one of the stories. Here it is right here. So Texas Governor Greg Abbott preempts federal immigration power, outlaws illegal border crossings. So up to now, all the border stuff is supposed to have been federal law, right? I mean, in the international borders, the governor's like, well, the hell with that. We got to do something else. Texas Governor Greg Abbott on Monday, yesterday, signed a new law into effect outlawing entry into his state. The new measure will empower Texas state law enforcement officers and agencies to subvert federal authorities and unilaterally make arrests. The law known as Senate Bill 4, which is scheduled to take effect in March, arms Texas law enforcement officers with legal tools to detain and charge unlawful border crossings. The law allows judges to drop the charges if a migrant is agreeing to go back to Mexico. It also gives judges the powers to or order the their de deportation. So there's all that, and he, he says, the, the governor says, Biden's deliberate inaction has left Texas to fend for itself. Uh, however, U.S. Representative Joaquin Castro, a Democrat, you may have guessed, from San Antonio, sent a letter signed by other Democratic members of Congress urging the U.S. Justice Department to sue Texas to stop the law before it takes effect in March. We urge you to assert your authority over federal immigration and foreign policy and pursue legal action as appropriate to stop this unconstitutional and dangerous legislation from going into effect. Please let the invasion continue. Democrats are trying to destroy your country. I'm sorry, it's just a fact. The, uh, the, it's called Operation Lone Star. And it's heated up people. They're they're all they're all pissed off. The operation uh, so far, uh, you know, he's been sending people in buses. He's been busing them out of Texas, these undocumented, to places like you know sanctuary cities that said they wanted these people. Bring them. We are sanctuary city, so we'll so bring them. So we are okay. So we're sending them to L.A. and Chicago and New York, and they whining and crying. Listen. They've only cleared about 50,000, according, according to this, 50,000. They've cleared out of there. And that's like, a, that's not even a week from Eagle Pass. Go to the phone line, see what we got here. People calling in here, wanting to get in on this program. You know what? I haven't even done the Bluetooth. Put you on speakerphone. Hi, thanks for calling the Brewers Briefing. You're on the air. Oh, you're the athletic director. Yes, we're doing a ball game tonight. Can we have permission to do the ball game? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Well, that's all we needed. I appreciate your call back. Okay. Take care. All right. Well, he was live on the air. That was the Morris athletic director. And so that brings me to the point of basketball. We're going to be doing basketball tonight on the Brood TV. Streaming it live video. Sam Harbin doing play-by-play -play at Morris. If you can go, go and support them. If you can't, watch it on the Brew TV. You can go to our website to find that. Listen to thebrew.com and then look for Brew TV. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I forgot to put that on the machine. <laughs> Shall we do that now in case we get another call that actually wants to talk on the radio program? Come on, Brewer. I did all the steps except that one. Okay. Now it's, now it's hooked up. All right. So. I mean, the operation so far has cleared 50,000 migrants to these cities. Think about that. They're getting 10,000 a day. 
in taxes. And already in New York, you've heard them crying and moaning and screaming and throwing dirt in the air. It's like, well, what do you think we're dealing with down here in Texas for crying out loud? I mean, Eagle Pass is not New York City. El Paso may be a pretty good-sized town, but it's not New York City. How do you think they're dealing with that? And every other little old town on the border. And you've got L.A. and Chicago and New York City that can't handle a few migrants when you guys were begging for them? You see how stupid all this is? They were virtue signaling. Look how virtuous we are. We want to be a sanctuary city. Everybody's a human. There's no illegal humans. Well, okay, we'll give you a few. And then they whine and crying and scream and moan. Anyway, it's a bad, bad deal. It's, it's, it's absolutely destroying the country. They get the, the governor, you know, he's doing what he can. We'll see. He may get stopped in court. Probably will. They'll come out and say it's unconstitutional. You can't do that, governor. You know, you know I don't know. I don't know what all he can do. I'm not the governor. I don't have all the the knowledge of what he can and can't do. I just know it's just a terrible thing. The border's out of control. All right, what else do I have to have any news? We have other news. We have other news. I was going to start with this one, but no. We'll come in second place. The Pope. I don't know what you think about the Pope. You know, you have you have a right to your, your own opinion. I used to say, if, if I want your opinion, I'll give it to you. That was a funny saying. The Pope, I think the Pope is the Antichrist, quite frankly. Pope, officially, breaking news. You might have seen this yesterday. He has officially approved the priest's blessing on same-sex unions. Claims request should not be subject to moral analysis. <laughs> what? That's right. Same-sex couple, the priest may bless the marking a significant shift in Vatican policy. Imagine that. This development outlined in a document emphasized that individuals in search of God's love and mercy should not be hindered by detailed moral scrutiny. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. Um, does that go for everything? I mean, like, is that what if, what if they want to enter the priesthood, sir? Should, should they be detailed for moral scrutiny at that point? Or no, not so much. Is there ever a case for moral scrutiny? No, not if you're this Pope. No, no, this dude, I mean, I'm telling you what, this guy is so anti-biblical. He's so anti-God. He's so wrong. All in so many, I mean, in every area, like I, 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 climate, the whole deal with climate and immigration, he's wrong on. I mean, this is a lib, liberal, he's a leftist. It's, see, you, you wonder, I mean, now think about this, man. This has a lot of repercussions. This guy's the head of how many Catholics are there on the planet? A billion? Let's just, let's Google that. Let's see how many, how many Catholics are in the world. Thank you for finishing that for me. 1.3 billion. Thank you, Brewer. You were right in the first place. 1.3 billion. He's the head dog of all those 1.3 billion. And they kind of listen to him. It kind of matters what he says and what he thinks and what he puts out there. And so look at here. You, I mean, this is, this is so, so where the world is, man. I mean, it's like he's right in step with culture and the anti 
Christness of what's happening in the world. Bada bum, bada bang, right there. He comes right out and just says it. See where we are? It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then you got the Catholic over here. Who's the head Catholic? Oh, yeah, President Joe Biden. He's, he's, he's supposedly Catholic. He's pro-abortion and all the rest of it. It's, you know, did you see their White House Christmas thing they had with all the debauchery? It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, what time is it? 824, taking a quick break. Coming right back with this riveting program, The Brewer's Briefing. Stay with us. Eight twenty-seven is our time, and it's Tuesday, December what nineteenth. All right, Christmas coming. The fat man, I see him. He's loading up. How you doing? You want to get involved? Nine one eight seven five six three six four six. Text or call. Text or call. I got a health uh, story here. A little something, something right here on. Alzheimer's. Of course, I'm always perked up when I hear about Alzheimer's. My my father struggled with this. It's a terrible, terrible disease. Many of you deal with this or have dealt with it or know people that have dealt with it. It's it's they say, according to this, now the number four killer in people over sixty-five in the United States of America. It didn't used to be that way. Forty years ago wasn't so much an issue. What's happening? Now, I'm not a doctor. I uh, sometimes maybe play one on the radio, but don't take my advice. Seek your own medical and check it out. I'm just putting stuff out there that other people are putting out there. This is on X, but it, it, it makes you think a little bit. It's like, Hmm. Okay. I might need to check that out a little bit. And so this person putting out, this says, we got to stop listening to mainstream doctor's advice and start figuring stuff out for ourselves. Alzheimer's is a physician caused disease. Wasn't so much that way 40 years ago. Now it's the number four killer. What is Alzheimer's disease? Well, it's the disappearing of your brain's insulation, the myelin. What is myelin made out of? It's made from cholesterol. If you go on a low cholesterol diet or cholesterol medication, it's the fastest way to Alzheimer's disease, according to this, this person. Now, there's a doctor here giving a speech, and he's talking about all this. And his name is Dr. Joel Wallach, W-A-L-L-A-C-H. And he's got lots of letters behind his name. And he's giving a speech somewhere, and he's got a slideshow, and he's talking about all this stuff. And so I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying yay or nay on all this stuff. I'm just saying it's a possibility, something to think about. And i tell you what else I've been, I've been seeing quite often. And I follow another guy on X who is a, a physical trainer, I don't know the guy personally, but he's just a trainer. He's a physical guy. He's like 70 and he's ripped in, in shape. And he does all these, he posts all these studies. And some, some of the studies he posts are, are about cholesterol. Now, we've been told our whole life high cholesterol is bad for you. You must control it, get it down, get rid of that cholesterol, get on statins if you have high cholesterol and whatever else, and stop this and stop that. And bring it down. And, and, and I'm, I'm just going to posit this out there just sort of for you to do your own research. If this is interesting to you at all, I would do it if I were you. I I think it's worth looking at. 
There are studies out there. Of course, there are studies for everything. I get it. That show the higher cholesterol levels, lower, leading to lower mortality rates. Believe it or not, just the opposite. And I don't know if we talked about this or not. I sent one of these to my son, who the doctors claim has high cholesterol. I have high cholesterol. I've always had high cholesterol. And this guy's showing these studies that show high cholesterol has lower mortality rate. Just the opposite of what we've been told a lot. And they, these doctors want to put my 36, 37, how is he now? 39-year-old son on statins. And he, I was like, son, I don't think so. You need, a, you need to study that up. I don't I think statins are bad. That's my opinion. It's my opinion. I'm not a doctor. Okay. And, and, and so there, anyway, there's all this stuff out there. These things that, and it's interesting. It's like these little people out here that typically the ones that are right down the road, we find out, Oh, Oh, okay. So it was the other guys, the weirdos that were out there, you know, and the obscure places on the interwebs that were actually right. And the mainstream was wrong. That happens. We learned that through COVID. Surely, surely, my good friend, you learned that through COVID, how all the experts were wrong over and over and over. Everything they suggested was wrong. Everything they suggested was wrong. The lockdowns, the jab, the remdesivir, the ventilators. I mean, just write down the list. Everything they suggested, the mask, everything wrong. Wrong, wrong. How can they be so wrong? You're supposed to be the experts and all the people that know and all the people that care. And it, it can't be. And these people on the interwebs, these little, you know, they're the wax and the crazy people. They're saying, no, ivermectin, good. Hydroxychloroquine, good. It helps you. We have proof. And check out my clinic. And here's what people are finding out. And no, you're crazy. And it, it, anyway, stoning it out there. I thought it was interesting. Can it be? that you need more cholesterol up in your brain to, to ward off Alzheimer's disease. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll check with chat GPT, but we'll see. Um, anyway, it's, we got to figure it out. I know that much for sure. Cause it's bad. Right. I mean, Alzheimer's is, he's no bueno. Horrible, 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 horrible. All right, what else is the news? What do we have? What do we got for you people? What do we got? We got all kinds of stuff. We got all kinds of stuff. Did you see that Apple has been banned from selling Apple watches? They're, they're going to stop selling some watch. I don't know if it's all watches. Here's a story from the Epoch Times. Let's just write, let's jump into it here. See what it says. Apple, you see this? It's halting U.S. sales of its Apple Watch Series 9 and Ultra 2 amid patent dispute. So it may not be all watches. Me and mom were talking about this yesterday and we, we thought maybe all watches, but maybe not all watches. And it, it's stopping sales of these two particular products, series nine and ultra two, uh, according to the international trade commission ruled against the company amid a patent dispute. And so blah, 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 blah. They're yanking them out of the stores. I'm going to stop selling these particular phones. And it has to, something to do with the medical stuff, the the uh, oxygen meter or whatever it is. So I don't know. Yeah, it's some news. I don't I don't know if it affects you or not. I don't wear an Apple Watch anymore. I, I had one once, and I, I don't know. It's okay. 
Uh, Mom's got hers. It's got the big numbers on it. She talks on it sometimes. It's pretty handy. I mean, it's pretty cool. Don't get me wrong. It's kind of cool. But anyway, so that's that's in the news. Not big news, but is news. What else? What else? What else? We played that one. Did we play this one for you already? I see. I can't even remember. We do so many stories. I can't even remember <laughs> what all we got. I'll just I'll just scroll over here. We got this. Speaking of Google, they have been charged uh, and they're going to pay. They've agreed to pay seven hundred million dollars. That's more than I'm making in one entire year. They're going to pay that to U.S. states. It says consumers in app store settlement. They've been caught doing bad things. Google has agreed to pay $700 million and make several other concessions to settle allegations that it had been stifling competition against its Android app store. The same issue that went to trial in another case that could result in even bigger changes. Google, bad. Stop doing that stuff. They're so big. You know, $700 million to Google is like $5 to you and I. Maybe not even that much. I mean, they're so gigantic. They do all the bad things, and they go, oh, okay, we're sorry. Here you go, and we'll do something else now. So I don't you know, I don't even know what's going on. It's like my computer right now. I, I, got a, I got a Mac I'm looking at. I noticed last night I was in here working, and it's it's still on. My, my, uh, my camera light. You have a computer, a little laptop maybe, your camera light comes on, like when you're active, your camera is active. Mine came on last night. Or I noticed it was on. I don't even know when it came on. And so I started looking at all the applications I got going. I'm like, none of these applications have anything to do with the camera. Like, they're, they're you know, it's nothing. My audio software, that doesn't need a camera. My my spreadsheet, no camera. My pages document, no camera. And then Google, nothing. But So I took a little sticky note and I put over the front of it. So I don't know if that's, that's blocking it or not. But anyway, they're probably spying on me. I know. They want to know what I look like when I do this show in the morning in my pajamas. Uh, it's it's kind of interesting. All right, another news. What time is it? Eight thirty-six. We got lots of time, tons of time. Central Florida Expressway Authority has given the green line for the first phase of a construction of a new highway development between Florida's Lake and Orange Counties. I'll tell you why this is interesting here in a minute. The development will link Highway 27 and Road State Road 429, promising a revolutionary service to electric vehicle owners. <laughs> oh, boy. Both of them. Anyway, so what's special about this road is it's a new kind of road. It's going to cost $534 million, and it has the potential to relieve some, some, some traffic. Okay, nobody cares about that part. Get to the stuff. Where it, why I pulled this story up and see here, this is it. It's tremendous evolution. We don't care about the traffic. I want to get to the part about the part. Where's the part? I'm looking for the thing. Um, preliminary, if suggested there was a market for the time. It says here in the headline, it's going to plan new roads that can charge electric vehicle batteries while driving. Okay. That's the headline. I thought that was cool. Okay, it charges your car while you're driving along the highway. And so I'm in the story looking for that information, and it's all it's talking about is getting rid of some some traffic and reducing congestion and how much it's going to cost. doesn't say squat about the technology to charge the car 
Why aren't you driving down the road? There's not a thing in there about it. Not one thing about it in this stupid article. Uh, hang on, let me click to the article. Let me go on. <laughs> Maybe it's over here. Uh, I mean, is that not kind of revolutionary? It sounds kind of interesting. At least if you bought an electric thing, it would be charging while you're going down the road. I don't uh, think about the smartphone. Ba, ba, ba. Okay, what do we got? Here it is. Here it is. Equipped with these coils that can charge electric vehicles as they travel over them. Think about your smartphone. You put on the charging pad. It's kind of like that. It's, you know, you didn't have to plug it in. You just... So, so this has got to be the case. I mean, this has got to happen. If these electric cars are ever going to make it, think about this. You can't have to go and stop for an hour to plug in. I mean, that's just not going to work, right? You got to be able to charge it while you're cruising down the road. And so that's what they're working on here. Anyway, that's what they're working on. Might happen. Might happen. And that's what they're working on. So speaking of that, speaking of that, so we have a story up in Canada. Up to the top of us up here. Where's the story? It's right here. Canada expected to introduce 100% electric vehicle mandate. They're following the lead of California and the douchebag out there. That's right. Canada will soon mandate 100% zero emission vehicles by 2035. Citing an unnamed senior government source, CBC News reports the Canadian federal government will release final regulations mandating cars sold in the country will be zero emission. Zero. And it will require automakers to produce the cars, will not govern that what dealerships will be required to sell. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so that's that's coming out of pike. They're gonna they're gonna force them all into it. They better get some electric highways up there, hadn't they? Trudeau, what what a disaster. Do you watch these people? Do you see how they operate? The Justin Trudeaus of the world, man. It is. They are they're little tyrants, man. Weak people are the are the most wicked of all. It's unbelievable. All right, Tony's chiming in here on the Windy Chevy text line. Laptop camera coming on by itself. Ring doorbells, flock cameras, etc., etc. I always feel like somebody's watching me. I know, man. I got cameras. I mean, you know, you look at your phone and it checks your face. Okay. Unlock. And so it's doing that thing. And then my computer thing's on. I got another computer over here. I got two of them. They both got the cameras and I got the ring doorbell. And then I got my outside perimeter cameras when I go to the trash. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know what they're, you know, what they're getting out of all this, you know, awesome video stuff, but yeah, I know we're all being watched and surveilled. And I think what it is, you know, Tony, they're probably just getting us used to it. Like, right. We don't even care. And so when they, you know, they mandate in, you know, everywhere, you know, in the schools and the kids, I mean, it's just the daycare centers, everybody's got to, it's, you know, and then sometimes it's good. Like you might want to tune in and see what's happening at daycare, right? Dude, we've seen some bad, and and, and, in, the, and in the nursing homes, we want to see what's happening to, to grandpa, grandma and up and that stuff. Sometimes I think there's, you know, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, I have this ring doorbell and I, I'll tell you, it's pretty handy, right? I mean, so the, the, the nurse comes to the door, she rings the doorbell. I get a notice on my phone when I'm out at work and I just look at the thing. I'm like, oh, hi, it's the nurse. Hey, go on in. I can talk to her over my doorbell. Go on in. 
happy sad stuff like that i mean it's it's you know so it's got some coolness and that's why we all want it and then they're spying on us and we don't even know what's happening spying is going on all right they've done a study ladies and gentlemen this is going to be shocking to you deserve a little drum roll the dhs department of homeland security report says a border wall that's right border wall is the most effective method to stop guess what i'm gonna let you have this one illegal immigration that's right <laughs> Hey, who knew? They did a study. That's back in the 2017s. Here's a story coming out of some newspaper. According to the 2017 report, which is obtained by Freedom of Information Act, the FOIA, uh, it says a pedestrian fence popularized by the one President Donald Trump as a border wall was, in fact, the best way to halt illegal immigration. I wonder how many millions of dollars it took to study to figure that one out. <laughs> Man, that's what we got right there. They figured it out after all this time. What, what, what is this year? This is 2023 now. That was back in 2017. Why are we just now seeing this? <laughs> they had to sue the Department of Homeland Security with a FOIA request to get this study. The study considered 25 different border areas initially received only one relevant document. The 225-page report also considered other methods to curb immigration, such as cameras, mobile surveillance, radars, ring doorbells, sensors, vehicle fits, and the deployment of additional agents. But they found out the most cost-effective was the damn wall. Imagine that. <laughs> Boy, that's revelatory. Ladies and gentlemen, you, you find stuff out right here. Physical barriers work. The main takeaway from the audit, physical barriers work. Knows everyone, okay? Knows everyone on the planet. You want some barriers, you put a fence around your house, you put a fence around your business, around your farm, keep the cows in. And they've, they've, they've proven it here. Study. 225 pages of study. Fences work. Good fences make good neighbors. Holds true, it says. We've heard that. That's not. That's nothing new. And yet, President Trump could not get that done with a host of Republicans up in Washington D.C. back in the day. Remember that? No money for the for the wall. The Lindsey Grahams of the world were against it, as far as I can remember. And now they've come out and said, "Well, the border wall is pretty effective." Might want to consider that, ladies and gentlemen. I wonder if this will make it up to the White House desk. Maybe another six years it'll make it up there. They'll go, oh, here's a here's a book. Talks about border security. Says the wall pretty effective. Okay, awesome. Well, now we've got the study. <laughs> there it is. Right there. Okay. All right. Excellent. Speaking of the Bidens, did you know that Biden has a deadbeat daughter also? Ashley Biden. The president's daughter owes $5,000 in income taxes beginning in 2015. She's not paying her taxes either. You know, what's his name? We've Hunter, Hunter the kid, the boy. How many, how many millions is he? Tax evasion, not paying his taxes. Ashley, not paying her taxes. 
Now, are these people broke? Are these people like, you know, struggling on the nine to five? <laughs> it's just, you know, groceries kind of gone up inflation. Dad, you've made it hard on me, man. I can't hardly get my groceries and I can't pay my taxes. What, 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 what is it with these people? <laughs> and they'll get off. No big deal. You know, I mean, it's just, they're the president's kids. You don't have to pay your taxes. Deadbeats. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But kind of believable at the same time, isn't it? I know. All right. Speaking of presidential candidates and whatnot. What do you think about Trump, ladies and gentlemen? Here's a story from somebody. Former President Donald Trump's campaign team is confident that he will clinch the Republican presidential nomination by March 19th, which is going to be here before you know it. Now, they're all going to bat in Iowa. That's the first, you know, the Iowa caucuses. We hear all about that. And it says here, according to the team projections from the Trumpsters, he's on track to win 1,478 delegates by, by March 19th. And that'll put him, you know, in charge. Commandingly, according to the polls, 61% of self-identified Republicans say they would vote for him in a primary. They say only 11% for DeSantis and, and what's her name? Communist Nikki Haley. And then following that, you got New Hampshire primaries eight days after that. By the end of March 19th, 36 states and territories will have held their primary contest, including 16th of March 5th, which is known as Super Tuesday. And, and, and it looks like Trump's going to be the guy. Trump's going to be the guy. He's going to be the nominee for the Republican Party. Will the Republicans come together? Will they coalesce around the, the Trumpster once again? For the general contest between he and Oatmeal for Brains once again. We're going to see that again. It looks like that's what's coming, doesn't it? I mean, it, you know, it just doesn't seem like these other candidates are making up that much ground. They got a long way to go, it looks like to me. Right? All right, I got a meme sent in here on the Windy Chevy text lines. Got J Joe Biden with a Santa cap on. It's beginning to look a lot like. Oh, you know the thing. <laughs> the, the thing. You know the thing. Thank you for the meme. Appreciate that. I did my best to deliver that in a style that would do, do justice to that. Anyway, so I don't know. It, it looks like it's shaping up to be another Biden-Trump deal. I, I don't know. It, it's... It's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. I, I don't know how, you know, Biden's got the lowest uh, approval ratings right now. Another report poll came out, lowest numbers ever, lowest number. Yet, it doesn't look like Trump's just killing him in the general. I, I don't know. It's like, how can this, I, I don't know. It's going to be the weird to do. We're just going to sit back and watch, and we're going to commentate on it. I don't even know what's going to happen. I'm not making any predictions at this point. It's too weird out there. Absolutely weird. And then you got stuff like this. The Biden administration finalizes the most restrictive offshore drilling plan in U.S. history. Fox News reported. The White House simply ignores energy realities by once again limiting U.S. energy production opportunities, says a lead energy group. 
just you see what happens when you get the wrong people in office, man. They just where's my button? They just where's my button? They just up big time and up and up. You know, it's just destroying the opportunities we have to be a great and powerful country. The Department of Interior five-year offshore oil and gas lease program schedules just three Gulf of Mexico lease sales through 2029, making the fewest number of sales ever included in such a plan, with the agency is mandated to issue periodically. Awesome. Way to go. The, the, uh, the, you know, the tree huggers will love you. And you will destroy the country in the process. It's just great. You know, it, it, you know, he, and you got, of course, Trump over here, man, drill, baby, drill, which is great. We need to get back to, energy. you know, it, it's just, what are these buffoons thinking? What are they thinking? Save the planet, destroy America in the process. I mean, sacrifice ourselves. I saw Tucker talking about it. He was at some convention with the, Young Republican people down there. He's talking about it's like this. It's weird because it's like these elitist Democrats wanted to burn their own house down. Like while they're in it. <laughs> you know? I don't think they, they think they're doing that. I think they think they're really doing good things. I guess they think that. I don't know. Do they they probably really think they're saving the planet? I don't know. They really uh, I think the illegals are coming in. They, they think they're just going to all become Democrats one day and they're going to have the power from then on. I think that's what they're thinking. And they, you know, like Senator Mullen, they, they're going to be keeping their money in their districts because they're going to, you know, they'll put them over there and over there in the blue states. And it's political power. But some of their policies are just like burning their own house down. It's a good way to look. It's like, why would you do that while you're in it? <laughs> Hello. Not the smartest thing that's ever been happening. It's totally stupid. All right. What else? We're running out of time. Senate resumes talks on Ukraine funding. After no sign of a deal after the weekend, Senator Chuck Schumer, the leader, is trying to uh, uh, hold the senators, uh, you know, not let them go home for Christmas. You will vote on this, he said. Senators resume work. Monday, after a long weekend on Capitol Hill trying to strike a deal on the border security and immigration policy that will pave way for the Ukraine money. Got to get money to Ukraine. That's the most important thing in the world. Ask Mitt Romney, not Mitt Romney, Mitch McConnell, Turtle, the Turtle and the Schumer. It's the most important thing to these guys is get money back in Ukraine. And the Republicans are like, no, we got to get the border security. And Chuck Schumer's like, well, I will not let you go home for Christmas. Until we get this deal done. And so the GOP senators say they wouldn't vote to advance any foreign bill without legislative text in hand of the border security and immigration provisions. And says here, the news outlet also reports Senate Republican Mitch McConnell and Oklahoma Senator James Langford, the lead GOP negotiator, said jointly that if Schumer moves forward with plans to hold a procedural vote this week, it would not succeed. Thank you, Senator Langford, for standing up and telling Mitch what to do because he doesn't know any longer. So so thank God, you know, we got some Republicans that are saying, hey, now, no, we're going to have to have money for the border and, and some real provision. This is a nightmare what's happening. You got to do something about it. We're not giving you money to Ukraine. To the go-go dancer over there, Zelensky. 
You know, it's just wild to me. You know, I, you know, we talk about this all the time, I guess, but these politicians and our own Mark Wayne Mullen included, and I like Mark Wayne and I think he's a good guy, but he's, he's wrong on this issue about giving money to Ukraine. You know, I'm telling you, conservative people in this country do not want it. They are done. I promise you, I know as if I know my name, every, you, you do any poll anywhere, anytime. It reminds me of Marguerite Mullen. Any place, anytime, anywhere. They're going to say no. No more money. We're done. Sorry. It's just not happening. We're, we're, we got we got to have our own money put in America. Yet, what do these politicians do? No. You don't know. I know. I know better than you know. And I'm going to do what I think we should do. And they get all together up there and they do whatever they want the hell they want to do. Doesn't matter what their constituents think. What we believe, what we are saying, represent us. We don't want it. Then do it anyway. It's weird, man. I don't I don't get that. But I'm not very smart. I went to a really, really, really small school, and I didn't even pay attention when I went to the small school. I didn't like school. Uh, you know, I, I like I like <laughs> I like it now. I like educating myself now a little bit. Uh, you know, I don't I try. I read books. Once in a while when I get a little time, try to read a book. I just started a new one. I'm I'm for the first time gonna read me some Ernest Hemingway. I've started for whom the bell tolls, famous, but I don't get enough time to read. I wish I did. I wish I had more time to read words. Words are important. Books are good. All right. What do we have in our remaining few moments together? Because we're winding this puppy down. we got five minutes left to talk about it. Uh, let's see. Uh, so here's a story. I don't know if you follow Laura Logan or not. She's an independent kind of reporter person. And she's talking to Clay Higgins, Representative Clay Higgins. And he's telling her he's seen video. He has seen video evidence. Now, this is a state representative up in up in D.C. He's a former law enforcement guy, too, I think, because he's, you know, he's pretty solid. I like this guy. He saw video evidence of police walking into rooms and then reemerging dressed as Trump supporters and construction workers. This is the whole January 6th thing. And she's got a whole thing. She's doing a big study and interviewing a bunch of people about this. And and uh, I'm telling you, as you know this too, the more information that comes out about Jan 6, it's all set up, man. They set the Trumpsters up. All these FBI people and these cops that went into the crowd looking like Trump supporters and they were chanting and screaming, we're going to the Capitol, we're going in, go in, go in, go in, go in. I mean, it was a perfect setup, and it set them up, and it worked. These Democrats, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, they are they're not dumb. You think they're dumb. I mean, you look at some of this. They are dumb. Not all of them. They tricked all these Trump people to, to go into the Capitol, man, and, and go crazy. And now a bunch of them are rotting in jail. It's really, really sad what, what's happening, what did happen. And they're proving all this stuff. And it's coming out. It's awfully slow, right? You know what? It is coming out, but it's it's just it's just taking too long for it to come out. Somebody texting in here, spoken like a true chicken fighter. One of the old stories we were talking about a while ago. Anyway, it was a big setup. I don't know if you know if we get a Republican up in there if it's if they're going to let him out. 
I don't know. They need to, man. They need to let them out. Let them out. All right, what do we got? Two minutes to go. And I don't know if we got time for much of this. What does this happen in Chicago? The progressive mayor, they got a new mayor in Chicago. Remember we had the gal, the gay lady, the gay black lady, the horrible mayor for long. Now we got another horrible mayor, Brandon Johnson. He announces plans to axe Windy City's high-achieving selective enrollment high schools to boost equity despite promising not to uh, during an election campaign. So you're going to get better crappy schools uh, in Chicago. <laughs> uh, see, that's, that's, so that's what I mean. Democrats absolutely destroying themselves, burning their own house down. Absolutely destroying themselves. Unbelievable. Okay. Well, that's probably going to do it for today. I just want to remind you again, basketball tonight. It's going to be more. So we got to, we got to call this morning. We got to, we got to go. We're going to be live streaming that game tonight. 6.30 tip off. We do girls and boys. We do a county game of the week. Every week we rotate a team. I think it was Beggs last week. If I remember right, we did Opmogie, Preston, Beggs, Morris, and Henrietta. It's on our website. It's called listentothebrood.com is the website. Look for Brood TV. That's the sports page right there, and then we'll just have it all out there for you. It's going to be awesome. Hope you guys can tune in tonight. Also, hope you can tune in for the next program up, which is Tradio with Tricia. And she does Turkey Talk, too, and it's we're getting close. Thank you, David. To giving away the 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 $1,000 is in, like, two days. I mean, what is this is the 19th. We're giving it away on the 21st. Julie, write a check. We got to get the money out. It, it, it's coming. Your chance to win is is coming up right now. You guys have a good Tuesday.